And so we are in our series called To the Full. Um, and we don't have a ton of time this morning, so I'm going to dive right in. Um, how many of you have ever done a trust fall? How many of you guys have ever done a trust fall? That's a lot of people. Did you guys like all go to camp? Or was it, did you guys do it at school? Okay, how many of you got dropped during trust fall? That's a high percentage that I feel like should influence whether or not camps do trust falls. That's a very high percentage, very high liability there. Um, so do you guys remember, hey, listen up, do you guys remember what the purpose of a trust fall is? Uh, to trust people, yeah, to learn who your real friends are. No, um, <laughs> so here's, here's the thing behind that, you guys. Um, trust falls, uh, there's like, people do them all the time, but it's really like, you're supposed to trust the people that are catching you, right? And it's very, it's terrifying, because you don't know if they really are. But the whole idea of, of you are putting your, yourself kind of at their mercy. Like, you're saying, I trust you, that you are going to not let me fall and break my head open. And I believe that you are going to catch me. So do you catch that? That's, you're putting your, your trust in them. You're, or you could also say you're putting your faith in them. Or you are believing in them that they will catch you. Um, and so we've focused in on the word believe, especially over the last week. I hope even if you guys didn't do all of the days um, in the booklet, I hope that you at least got to do a couple of the days and just look at the word believe and how in the Gospel of John, we get to see that word used over and over and over again. We're going to look at it this week and next week as well. Um, so in, in the Gospel of John, if you guys have your Bibles, go ahead and open up to the Gospel of John chapter 8. Chapter 8. John chapter 8 is the fourth book in the New Testament. If you have an ESV, John chapter 8 is on page 894. So, super easy. I gave you the page number. Page 894. Perfect. Um, and we're going to start in, um, in verse 30, actually, and then we're going to go backwards. Then we're going to go backwards. I'm going to jump back. Um, so we've talked about this word believe, right? About believing in Jesus. And whenever, like how many of you have ever heard that? Whenever people say, oh, I believe in Jesus, right? We literally just sang a song about it this morning. I believe in you. Like you all said the words. That's also important for you guys to recognize whether you say them or you mean them. So that's, a, that's just, a, that's for free. So whenever we, um, whenever we sing and whenever we worship, man, make sure that your heart's in it and make sure that you understand even what you're saying. And if you agree with what we're singing, then sing along. Um, but don't feel compelled to sing, even if you're like, I don't know if I feel, how do I feel about this? Um, I want you to believe what you're saying um, and to believe in it. So yeah, so we're going to start in, um, in verse 30 of chapter 8, and we're going to underline this word, right? What word have we been underlining? Believe. All right, so if you do have your Bible, you can underline it with a pen or whatever, or you can do it in your book if you've got that. Um, verse 30 says, As he was saying these things, many believed in him. So if you have a Bible and you've been doing this, you just take your pen, like I'm doing right now, and you would underline believe. Many believed in him. So what were, what were the questions? 
Who is doing the believing? Who's doing the believing here? Mm. What is the word right before believed? Who's doing the believing? Many. So many believed. Perfect. What are they believing in? In him. It's literally right there. Yeah, they believed in him. Um, so who believed? Many. What are they believing in? In him. And then the other one was, what do they receive or is there some type of reward for doing the believing? Um, and that's not explicitly spelled out here in this verse. Um, but so that is verse 30. But whenever you read this, and it's like, as he was saying these things, many believed in him. And it's like, all right, they believe in him. So what does that mean? Hopefully that's the question that you would want to ask. So we're going to jump back to verse 12, and, and we're going to walk through um, what they're actually believing in, the, the claims that Jesus is making um, about himself that they would believe. So here we go, verse 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, you're bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. But Jesus answered, even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I came from and where I am going, but you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true. For it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law, it's written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me. They said to him, therefore, where is your father? And Jesus answered, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not come. So we'll pause right there before we jump into this, to the next section of this, of this passage. Jesus is speaking with these Pharisees, and he's, he's telling them, he's told them all of these things over the last um, seven chapters about, about who he is and the things that he's doing. And at the very beginning, he says, I am the light of the world. And, and the Pharisees are like, well, now wait a minute. You're saying all of these things about yourself. Shouldn't there be maybe somebody else who's also testifying to the fact that you are who, that, who you say that you are? And if you've read the other verses um, or the other chapters along with us this past week, one of the main themes that we see over and over and over again that Jesus continues to come back to is that he is sent from God. He makes this big claim throughout the book of John that he is the son of God. That's a pretty big claim. Like if somebody started walking around your school and was like, I'm the son of God, you should be like, no. Um, and that's also, but like anybody who says that, it's like you kind of have to have like some proof or some backup behind that statement. Like not really anybody goes around and does that. But this guy, Jesus, he shows up and he starts doing that. He says, I've been sent here by my father. I am the son of God. And that is a big, big claim. He says, I am the light of the world. And the Pharisees, they're starting to get upset because they're like, Okay, you're saying that you're this person. Really, who Jesus is saying that he is, through all of these kind of words and all of these things that he's saying is, 
I am the one that's been promised to come. I am the one that throughout the prophets and the Old Testament and the law, everything that was hinted at, at who was to come and to rescue, the Messiah, the one who would come to rescue, that's me. I am that guy. And all of the religious leaders, they're all up in arms and they're just like, no, this is crazy. You can't possibly be this guy. They've missed it. And so Jesus is making this claim. He says, even down uh, verse 19, they say, where is your father? And Jesus answers, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He's saying that, that he's made this claim over and over again throughout the rest of this book too, that I and the father are one, that we are the same. He's basically claiming that he is not only the son of God, but that he is God himself. That's a pretty big deal. Does that sound like a pretty big deal? Yes, that is a very big deal. So let's, let's continue. Verse 21, he said to them again, I'm going away and you will seek me and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, will he kill himself? Since he says where I'm going, you cannot come. So at this point, they're like, this Jesus guy is crazy. He sounds suicidal. Like this is nuts. He said to them, you are from below. I am from above, right? Another claim. I'm from, I'm from above. I'm not from here. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So there's another instance of belief. So already here, he's asking him, unless you believe that I am he, and it's like, well, who is that? The one that's been sent. I'm from above. I told you you would die in your sins for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, so who are you? So kind of natural that I am he. They say, well, then who are you? Jesus said to them, just what I've been telling you from the beginning. He's like, I've said this over and over and over again already, and you are not listening to me. I am God's son. I am him, the father, and I are one. So what you have, yeah, 26. I have much to say about you and much to judge, but he who sent me is true, and I declare to the world that I have heard from him. They did not understand what he had been speaking to them about the Father. Like they, they've missed it right there, plain and simple. They missed it. So Jesus said to them, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own authority, but I speak just as the Father taught me. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I am always, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. So he's speaking to the Pharisees, and he just, this is another instance in the gospel where Jesus is trying to tell these Pharisees and the Jewish people, his people, Israel, I am the one that's been promised. I am God's son. I am here. He sent me. I and the Father are one. I am your Messiah. I am the Savior. He said, he makes all these other claims, and as you guys continue to read to look for these big I am statements, I, I am the light of the world. I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, the life. Like, he makes all of these huge claims here um, in the book of John, and John records these not just for fun, but whenever they say, okay, well, who is he? You can run, and there's six to seven multiple times blatantly in Scripture where he says, I am this. This is who I am. 
I'm from God. We are one. I am from the Father. I am Jesus the Christ. And so he explains that to all of these people, to the Pharisees, and that's where then verse 30 becomes important. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. And so while he's telling the Jewish people or the Pharisees about who he is again and again and again, and they missed it, even in the midst of that conversation, there's people who have followed him who are like listening in, and the light bulb goes off, and they're like, okay, yeah, I believe in you. And remember what we said about the word believe? It's not just like, because I believe, it's true. No, like, they've seen it to be true, and so they believe. I try to, to figure out how, just to let you guys know that it, that's, that's the way that it, it goes. Be, it's not true because I believe it. It's true, and so I believe it. Does that make sense, the difference between that? Um, yeah, I think that's so important. And so many believed in it. They put their faith in him. They put their trust in him. It's, uh, I trust in you. I, I put my faith in you. Like, I believe that you are who you say that you are, that you are the savior of the world. That's the important part of this. And so I want you guys to continue to look at this word and continue to look in this book. Uh, make sure that you grab those devos um, throughout the rest of this week um, and make sure that you, you follow along and that you read through John. Reading through a gospel is one, of, is one of the best things to do if you're not sure where to pick up or where to start or where to read. And here's, here's kind of the last piece before um, I take off. Whenever, if you say, I, I do believe in you, Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are. I believe that you're the Son of God and that you are the Messiah and you're the one that rescues. You need to begin to ask yourself this question of, has that changed me? Has that then affected the way that not only I see myself, but that I see other people around me? Because if you believe that Jesus is who he says he is, follow with me, then you believe all of the other things that he said. And in those things are commands and instructions and, and live your life in such a way that this. And so if you look at your life and you say, I do believe in Jesus, but that hasn't changed you or, or impacted you in any way, I would tell you to maybe even just re-examine the way that, that you allow Jesus to change you or... Um, the way that you respond to instruction or the things that he's teaching you. Be mindful of that. Even ask your parents. I think that's a good conversation to have. What, what do you believe in? What do you believe in? Who do you believe in? Those are good conversations to have, good questions to ask. So um, I'm going to pray for us. I just want you guys to continue to think on that. Who, where's your trust? Where's your faith? Who do you believe in? to rescue you. Because if it's you, if it's you you're going to be let down. And if it's somebody else around you, you're probably going to be let down. But when it's in Jesus, he's always there and he'll never let you down 100% of the time. So let me pray for us. Jesus, we love you. And uh, I believe in you. That you are who you say you are. Um, that you are the Messiah, that you are the Christ, that you are the one um, who's come to save and rescue. Um, and because of that, what can I do but just give my life back to you, Jesus? 
So, yeah, even as we get ready to head over for baptisms and just the celebration that that is to just, um, yeah, be so excited that, that Kinsley, um, that she, she believes in you, that she, she believes who you say that you are. That's what baptism is, uh, just a public statement of us saying, I'm in, I believe in you, Jesus. I, I mean, I've been rescued by you because you are who you say you are. You are the Savior. You are God's Son. Um, you are the light of the world. So again, we love you and we thank you. And in your name we pray, amen.